0: You guys didn't get mad at me for last week, did you? Not that I give a fuck, but I burnt you worse than
1: Cena burned Roman.
0: Get the fuck out of here. Who gets mad at an old senile bitch, you talk shit?
1: Listen, if you did your fucking job, you wouldn't need me to get laughs.
0: You know, you're not as big as a deal as you think you are, Ma.
1: Listen, I get more fucking laughs doing this part-time than you do full-time. Oh, Mom.
0: It's time for... <sighs>
1: Another wrestling podcast. Welcome back to another wrestling podcast. I'm Credo.
0: Naturally, I'm everyone's favorite asshole, the social assassin, Angry Cooter. Uh, and Minority Mike is not with us this week. He is actually
1: on the move. I think he's moving over to the parts unknown, uh, but, he'll, but he'll be back uh, next, next time, right? So, right now, we got episode 166 of awp guys if this is the first time once again another wrestling podcast.com check us out all the links are on there like us follow us subscribe to us leave us some love. one week later we have uh, you know the aftermath of conor mcgregor and floyd money mayweather cooter man what did you think of this fight did you stay up to watch it it didn't when did it start Did it, it didn't even start till like what 12 o'clock at night or something that was
0: oh I, w- I was having such a hard time because you're pushing that well it was my girlfriend's birthday So I couldn't even order the damn thing, right? (laughs) I actually went over to NIAC to go uh, watch Tracy Morgan perform uh, a stand-up at Levity Live. Great little club. Uh, Such a great time. And here I am going on Facebook because you know there's going to be some (laughs) asshole who's going to put their cell phone in front of the TV and record this thing and and stream it live. Like, you seriously, you assholes. Let me just say that, you're an asshole. You spent a hundred dollars in a fight, and you'd rather sit there and hold the phone forever. <laughs> Thank you, but you're still an asshole.:
1: Yeah, man, it, it's, it was the land of uh, illegal links out there. i'm I'm guilty. I, I stumbled upon the link. I'm not going to say what or where or whatever, but it was a good uh, it was a good stream. Um, I, I definitely didn't want to pay 100 bucks, but uh, man, it was a good fight though. I'll tell you that. I mean, it was, it lasted. Uh, it wasn't like four rounds. that's it. Somebody got knocked out really quick. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you know what really bothered me? A few things that bothered me about this fight is that, A, Floyd just kept turning his back during the fight. Like, what is that? Come on. I mean, that that bothered me a little bit. And then the other thing that bothered me big uh, a, a lot, it was, I actually was going back and forth with Mike on this, is that they gave him a, a, a TKO knockout. The ref stopped it. He, he was winded. He was gassed. And, you know... Hey, I have nothing but respect for all these MMA guys, boxing guys. Trust me, nothing but respect. But when it comes down to it, when people are paying $400,000 for seats, you know, I, I want to see somebody get knocked out. I want to see a knockout win. I want to see, you know, I don't want the ref to stop it. Like, I know he's looking out for his safety, but come on, let somebody get knocked out for that much money
0: that's being thrown around. I'm going to disagree with you. Um... I gotta give Conor McGregor all the credit in the world. He lasted way longer yeah. than I thought he would. Uh, technically, in ten rounds, he landed more punches against Floyd Mayweather than Manny Pacquiao did in a full twelve-round fight. Uh, which, is, which is an interesting stat. But I mean, in terms of a TKO, dude, if you're not like defending yourself and you're getting hit with clean shots, it's, it's part of the it's part of the game. <laughs> It's time to hang it up, bro. The ref <laughs> calls the fight. fight is over. I had uh, no problem I with that see stoppage. Was down. it a little premature? Maybe a smidge. But, again, in, in this day and age where we're dealing with concussions, you've got to watch out for the fighter's safety. I think it was a good call. He wasn't defending himself. He was getting his ass kicked in those later rounds. Mm. My problem with the fight was the scorecards, the way they came out. Yeah, I was looking eight. at that. I was very surprised because listen I'm not the greatest uh, you know fight analyst you know but in terms of what I saw those first couple of rounds yeah at least the first 3 you could have gave to Conor McGregor I, know, I that- think one ref gave him the first 3 rounds and I think the other two judges maybe gave him one round. And I'm like, they not <laughs> watching the same fight. I know. And, like, and, and thank oh. God it stopped on a TKO the way it did because if they went to the cards – Oh, there would have been hell to pay because yeah. there would have been some pissed off people.
1: I did not get that. And like I said, I I, I don't, you know, analyze this to where, but from what I'm watching, exactly like you said it, you know, when I saw those numbers of like, who landed, what this, I'm like, are you kidding? Like, give like, are, are, are they just being biased because he's not a boxer or, you know what I mean? And I'm like, that fight, man, it, it, Connor definitely had the upper hand on uh, some of those rounds and. Come on. I think there's definitely some bias in there. I think for Floyd and the whole boxing community. So, you know, it's one of those things where you step into somebody else's yard and they're not going to like you so much, so they're probably not going to give you all that love. But
0: uh Well, not only that, but you you think of it this way. If if it was that cuz you got to be honest, he was in that fight. If they would have scored it the way that the CompuBox numbers for punches landed in the rounds and this and that, like Conor McGregor, technically, you know, on the scorecards, I, I don't want to say he's in the, but he's in the game, Yeah, you know, and, and a lot can happen in two rounds. He could get lucky and get a knockdown, you know, something could have happened if he would have lasted the next two rounds. So, I mean, thank God it didn't go to those cards, though. That's all I got to say, because there would have been disputes and there would have been he would have been crying the blues that he lost that fight and probably would have been forced to have a rematch. Yeah, but uh, you know, these big fights, once again,
1: I just got to say, man, all that money being dropped. This guy's getting $30 million, This guy's getting three hundred, million. Whatever. It, all the, oh, I just want to see somebody get knocked out like Tyson's punch out. But yeah. either way, it was exciting though. I was excited for that fight. Usually boxing, eh, it definitely he's taking a backseat to UFC fights, especially being uh, in the land of exciting anymore. So definitely uh, that the hype was definitely worth it. It was definitely a
0: good night. But uh, Oh, definitely. And, and, and big up to Conor McGregor because he, he actually agrees with you. He's like, if I'm going to get paid all this money, and I'm going to go down, let me go down. That's yeah. what he said after the fight, so I give him all the credit in the world. Yep, and like I
1: said, you know, I understand why they did it, but you know, that evil part of me just wanted to see one of, of them. Of
0: course, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. One
1: of them, you know, just because, okay, then you can say, okay, the other guy won, and, but yeah, but, you know, a lot of bombs are being dropped, a lot of pipe bombs, uh, Cooter, Raw, where did this come from? Because This made me so happy. John Cena landing the promo on uh, the new Golden Boy, Roman Reigns. Man, Vince had to be mad at somebody, or I don't know if he told him to do it, but Roman Reigns did not come out looking good at all on this, and uh, I don't even know what to say, Cooter. I mean, this was great. This is, you know, boo, Cena, all you want, but man... He showed you why he's been in the top of that mountain for 10 years right there and why uh, Roman Reigns can't really catch up. Tell me about this Uh, promo, man, because that was golden. And are they wasting this match at uh, No Mercy or whatever? Shouldn't this be
0: a match? The way this is being built, I was just going to say, there were three lines in that promo that made me say, holy (laughs) shit. And, I mean, I might not remember all three of them. I remember one of them was, I could do this. You should be ashamed that I'm a part-timer because I can do this better part-time than you ever could full-time. The reason I'm still here is because you can't do your job. Oh, my God. I forget what the third line was, but this was just – Oh, that was the one. It's a promo. If you're going to be the big dog, then you're going to have to learn how to do it. (laughs) Holy shit. Like this is just straight venom. And this is – yeah. And Mike brought this up last week. Because I, I rewatched watched the uh, John Cena-Baron Corbin match from uh, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there telling me how uh, he was talking shit to Corbin going outside the ring and, you know, making jokes with JBL. But John Cena's been an asshole the last few weeks.
1: <laughs> he's yeah. not being
0: a heel, but he's kind of being an asshole. And, and I'm starting to enjoy it. I think I'm finally – I'm not saying that I like John Cena. I'm starting to appreciate him now.
1: Yeah. It was definitely a surprise. I mean, was Vince homesick that night? Was it his idea? Was he pissed off backstage? Like, I want to know what, whose idea, what was happening backstage. Because, you know, we all hear the stories of what Vince does backstage and, you know, what he gets mad at and this and that. But to have your two golden boys kind of diss each other and, I mean, a promo is a promo. And, like, keeping within that realm of what we're trying to do to get to the next fight but this one was, like, shitting on your character, shitting on just you in general. You know, like, it was a different kind of promo, and I was really surprised by it. And just just the, the use of what they were saying, you know. It was, I don't know, maybe John Cena doesn't want to give up his throne. Maybe he wants to, you know,
0: get these guys to step up their game more. I don't know what, but, man. I hope this was really a shoot, because if this was written for them, it pisses me off. Yeah. Just for the simple fact. <laughs> no, and hear me out. Because Roman says this is what he does. He takes what you say and he spins it a certain way. And, and he talks about bringing out the golden shovel, so on and so forth. And John Cena, will you're just saying what everybody else says. And he, he pretty much cut the same promo on Roman Reigns that he did The Miz during the WrestleMania thing. And anybody else prior who has said something similar, hmm. if, if this was written for them, shame on you. And if I'm Roman Reigns, I would be pissed off because you make me look like everybody else who you've put in front of Cena. And this is the guy that is supposed to be passing the torch to him, <laughs> supposedly. So what what is the point? And if I'm Roman Reigns, I would have cut him off and been like – because Cena says that you're just like everybody else. You're using me as an excuse. I didn't see Roman say anything about – John Cena being using him as an excuse for why he's not succeeding. He never said that. Mm. So again, in a certain way, he's right. You spinning in a certain way to try to get yourself over. That's not what he said. Yeah. You know, and it just it was kind of annoying from that aspect. But I mean, who am I to uh, get upset over somebody spitting some hot fire, Credo? Come on.
1: (laughs) That's right. Well, you know, it was definitely interesting. But you know, everybody also was talking about. Like I just mentioned before, too, is why are they wasting this match on a B pay-per-view? I mean, we just got out of SummerSlam. This would have been great at SummerSlam. Or why not wait till Survivor Series? Hell, you know, I, is it is it kind of like, are they testing the waters at No Mercy to see if they can build onto this later on? Or, I don't know, you think a Cena versus Roman Reigns or two top boys would be a, a big, you know, match at one of the top cards, right? I think that would be a
0: WrestleMania match. I know. This is, that's like... Rock versus Hogan passing the torch, Andre versus Hogan passing the torch. That's what this is supposed to be and you're wasting it for no mercy. And like Mike would say, this is typical WWE booking. They're blowing their load prematurely. It's like they come up with this great idea. No, let's let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. No, they don't want to save it. <laughs> they drop that load in that sock and they throw it across the room and then they roll over and go to sleep like a real man should. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. Uh, you know, well, even like this, what I hate
1: uh, as of late, and I, I know we get a bunch of, you know, uh, best out of two, best out of three, best out of whatever, and uh, after a while, you are just like, oh, this is like the seventh time we're seeing the same damn match, and I, I hope it doesn't turn into that because. This kind of a match, you want, like, I don't know, at least three matches, but not back to back to back. I mean, I would just go for one good match, but even just wasting at no mercy, I think, you know, as I say, and, you know, the whole wrestling community out there says, I think it's. Premature. We'll see what happens, though. But you know, this week was also another big week for uh, WWE with the May Young Classic getting on board. You know, uh, they dropped the four, f- the first four uh, shows or episodes. Cooter, did you check it out? What did you think about it? A lot of people, I'll tell you, though, are having gripes about the commentary team. And you know, I love Jim Ross, but I don't think uh, Lita is probably the best partner for him. She's good in small doses, but I don't think. They're having the quite, uh, quite good chemistry as they should be. I don't know, but the Mae Young Classic is underway. Uh, what have you been? What have been your thoughts about these uh, matches?
0: It's funny. Uh, I had no work today. I watched the Mae Young Classic Monday after work, all four episodes. And you know, there's some girls over there that I was kind of upset to see get bounced mm. in the first round. Uh, one of them being Tessa Blanchard, even though that was an incredible match that she had with. Th- I forget the girl's name, was the Japanese competitor who does that amazing elbow as her finisher. Such a great match. But you hate to see somebody like Tessa Blanchard, who's gorgeous as fuck, on top of the fact that, you know, she's a hell of a worker. Uh, another classic example would be uh, Santana Garrett. That girl oh was doing gosh. some really cool <laughs> shit. And and look, I don't want to take anything away from, from, from Piper Niven because...
1: I don't think you've I, taken she, anything she, away from her. I think she still she, has it all.
0: Yeah, oh wow, very well played. But, you know, that would be somebody I would love to see in the later rounds. Somebody's first rounders. Yeah. That you just scratch your head and it, it reminds me of the Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. which is what I wanted to say today. I actually watched uh the the finale for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which makes me hate, you know, 205 live altogether <laughs> as a too. concept. Now, <laughs> after watching that again, but again, the commentary team we have Mara, Rinaldo, and, and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is somebody I would love to see on commentating full time. Yeah, can, can we not make him a GM? Let's get rid of JBL and put fucking <laughs> Daniel Bryan on there. He's an amazing commentator. Lita, you're. I, I really wanted to. Uh, I, I can't even think of a good metaphor or something that I would. I would like to stick broken glass in my eardrums. <laughs>
1: oh man you know yeah she's like i said i think she's good in small doses but not going one-on-one with jr i mean it, it was just one of those things that probably looked good on paper than it did on you know the actual you know what show reminds
0: me of it would be it would be like michael cole doing commentary with just booker t <laughs> no no no, not, and i don't mean that as a joke it's just like i think they've tried that once and it didn't work very well it works better with a three-man team, because again, Booker T is, is good at what he does in small doses, and I think if they had somebody else calling those matches as the color commentator, and just letting her, you know, throw in some of her ad-libs, it would be alright, but you're right, they just have terrible chemistry. And if I, you, you could know, add a third person to that commentary team, who would it be? Yeah, I would That's tell the you. the question.
1: Oh, I'll tell you right there is that, I would even get rid of Jim Ross. I mean, if you want to kind of make it a women's classic, I would keep it all women. We see the first women's referee uh, in this uh, for the WWE, uh, I forget her name. Forgive me, but you know, first women commentator, and then having just women on commentary, I think would be great. I would put Renee Young in there because they use her for all these stupid backstage things and whatnot. I would love to see Renee Young actually call a match just to see what no, she's doing. I don't
0: think doing. she could do it. No, I, I don't think she could do it. I don't think she could call the match or call the holds. It's a different style. You like an interviewer is, is is very different than a play-by-play analyst and a, and a color commentator. I mean I could see her as the third person. Hmm. I could not see her. Yeah, and I those are the two commentating roles it's, it's it's a different beast. Yeah. Be interesting. I mean I know they plan on having
1: uh what the hell's her name? Um Alundra Blaze uh be a part of it I think on the later rounds to do some commentating. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it was definitely I like I said, Jim Ross is great. Just keep Jim Ross doing it by himself maybe. But I mean it depends on who you have with him. It's you gotta mix that well, I guess. But you know Who uh, well stuck out to you in that tournament, Creed. Abby Blathe. I'm a big Kimberly fan. She was actually okay. on the show, uh about a year or so ago, believe it yes, or not. Yes, yes, uh, yes, she was. Uh, but uh, not digging the new name, but you know, I, I'll tell you what, that match w- definitely was great. Her versus Jazzy uh, Gabbert, G- Gabit, G- I don't know these names, sorry, but th- it's Jazzy. We'll just go with that one. <laughs> Abby versus Jazzy was definitely a great
0: match. Uh, it was that strong, you know, that Russian girl, right? Uh, I believe was, so, yeah, uh, I forget yeah. what her name was. Um, Serena Deep, my God, where did she come from? Back from the dead, literally. That She impressed me. Um, you know who I really dug was Tony Storm. Mm. She's the one who had the little hat. Yep, yep. <laughs> she was cool. Um, Definitely a unique character. Yeah, you know. It's like a like, like call girl almost. It was kind of cool. <laughs> Dude, that girl in Nicole Savoy, when she beat that girl, uh, Raina Gonzalez, I think her name was. She was the one who came out with the uh, the full gee yeah, oh, that girl was awesome, and this girl has been doing jobs on NXT.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you have a you actually had some uh, <sighs> some girls over from TNA, uh, Maya Yim, and I believe it was is it Mercedes Martinez? Uh, yes, I believe that was it. Yeah, those girls were yeah. from TNA. Uh, but you know one of the, one of my favorites for this all not only I, I wish Abby Lathe would go all the way to the to the final round, but Candice LeRae uh, was. I didn't think the match was phenomenal, no, it but it really wasn't that she, good of a match. She's really good. Like I I love her, but I don't think she, they, her and Renee Michelle didn't really have the greatest of matches. Uh, But still, I I would see somebody as, I would see Candace LeRae making it to the finals along with some of these other names too. But yeah, you mentioned Tessa Blanchard. That, I'm surprised by that, you know. Being, That's a heartbreaker. Being the, you know, the third generation, second generation, whatever, uh, a wrestler it, just not having her go on and losing it in the next round or something. But
0: that I mean, reminds me—that reminded me from the cruiserweight classic last year when Gargano had to uh, wrestle Ciampa in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> or I think it was uh, Cedric Alexander had to wrestle uh, in the in the first round when when he lost. I'm like, these were matches you could have had in like quarterfinals. You know so, what I mean? Yeah.
1: And, you know, from watching, because I, I multitask why well, I do a lot of this stuff, so I can't just focus on one thing sometimes. Yes. But, uh, uh, so the winner, I'm, I assume, is getting this trophy, right? But this is kind of what they did with the Cruiserweight Classic to where uh, they think they just said they were getting a trophy, but then, like, the finals, he was like, and we're bringing back the Cruiserweight Championship. So I, I know they're not going to just give him a women's championship out of this, but I think they'll probably be maybe a number one contender for a pay-per-view kind of a thing or – I don't know, number one contender for that vacated NXT Women's Championship or something like that. Do you think? Do you think more of these girls are going to go towards NXT, or they're just going to? I would love them all it over? if they
0: did. If if they took all the women on the NXT roster who are not in this tournament and had a mini tournament over there. Yeah. Right. And have the winner of that tournament versus the winner of this tournament for the vacated NXT championship. I think that would be cool because, again, you made up a great point last week where I said that they could probably use this to crown the new NXT Women's Champion. And this was before we found out Oscar
1: yeah. vacated title. <laughs> yep.
0: You know what I mean? We found that out mid-show, remember? Mm. And you said, you know, that's not really fair to the girls who have been on the NXT roster and who haven't had that opportunity. Some, some new person is just going gra- to... So that's a great, great point. And and I'd love to see it done that way. I don't think it'll happen, but I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Simultaneous tournaments, women's wrestling taking over the whole summer, to for a vacated title. I mean, that's that's fantastic. The
1: cruiserweight was last summer too. Am I correct? Or what? Yeah. It's
0: literally been about a year. That's why I, I, I like I watched it. What?
1: Yeah.
0: Did. did and, Go no, ahead. They, Do you think they're going to do I'm just
1: thinking it out of my head. I'm like, okay, you have the Cruiserweight last year. You have the the May, the women's cruise the the, the, women's Cruze, the women's May Young uh, uh classic this year. Do you have a tag team next year?
0: Do you have a like Well, they've been doing that at NXT for the last 2 years. They've had the Dusty Rhodes that's right, that's right. Tag Team Classic. That. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I would love to see another Cruiserweight Classic because I mean, From the matches that we saw from that tournament, compared to the product that we're getting now, we've been complaining about this. Yeah. And, I mean, classic example. Why did we tune into 205 Live this week? I watched every show this week. All right? I don't know if you watched 205 Live. I still haven't watched it yet. (laughs) No. Main event. Check this out. All right. Enzo Amore, Cedric Alexander, and Grand Metalik versus Drew Gulak, Tony Nese and Noam Dar in a triple or a six man tag. And and I laughed because Enzo started the match with Drew Gulak and like almost tried and and, and Drew just like pushed him off. Like, dude, Enzo Amore could not reverse you know a front face lock. Like he could not chain wrestle with Drew Gulak. And and, and even if he could, I don't think Gulak would let him. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so from watching that tournament today, I'm like, oh my god, you know, there were so many matches that I would love to see. I mean, Gargano and Champa would make 205 Live such a better show. Yeah, well, I mean, some of the guys they lost, like, oh god, what's this? Zach Saber Junior. Uh, I I forget the Japanese guy's name. I feel like such a of, douche. Kota uh, Ibushi. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> God, all these guys, we haven't had any new additions to 205 Live besides Enzo Amore, Austin Aries, and Neville. It's, Some of the guys are the original competitors from the tournament, and these matches are about a quarter as good as what we saw from that tournament.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of the tournament, I mean, is there anybody – I mean, I know people are looking on the, the dirt sheets looking for spoilers, but I'm not, we're not doing that. We're trying to watch no. it as it happens. Uh, if you had to pick one or two girls they think could win this, who,
0: who are you going to go with? God, you know, I, I have a feeling, you know, I could see Serena Deeb going deeper into the tournament, like kind of how Brian Kendrick did, like the return of Brian Kendrick. Serena Just Deeb going deeper. Now, I'm not sorry. saying she's going to win it, but I could see her going deep in the way that the Kendrick did. Mm-hmm. You know, that comeback classic story. You got to have one of those in there. I, I could see Candice LeRae taking it. I could see, oh God Kyrie saying, "I I think she's going to be a favorite. She's a heavy favorite in my book." Oh God, there's so many good names in here. Yeah, I could I, give in it to Lacey Evans because she is that homegrown NXT talent. I would love to see Tony Storm. I think I'm very impressed by her. So I mean, those are four names right there.
1: There you go. Uh, yeah, man, I'm 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 kind of on the boat with you. I definitely, like I said, I'm a big Kimberly fan. So Abby Leth, I would love to see. Uh, go really far, Candice LeRae. I was really hoping for that, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm on the the, the same uh, level with you with Serena Deeb. I think she definitely needs that little bit of a comeback thing for you. But uh,
0: it, it's interesting that we got. A You're gonna be we... mad Piper. When Piper, oh, Piper my... Niven makes it to the finals, bro, and <laughs> you know who's gonna walk her down the ring is your boy James Ellsworth. He's oh gonna start God. a women's it's... stable on SmackDown.
1: The new oddities. There you go. We're gonna. But every it's a, hey. Everybody gets a fair chance this time, so uh, we'll see what happens. But man, I could have a whole show about makeup and outfits and whew, some things you shouldn't just wear. Uh, but anyway, that's the May Young classic, guys. We're gonna st- <laughs> we're gonna see a lot of that in the next few weeks. Uh, it's definitely happening, but uh, you know we talked about some titles. Let's get right into it. We have another little. Uh, let's talk about an evergreen topic, if you will. But this week, um, you know, just I think there's a lot of hot potatoing going on with with these championships. Once again, last week we saw Sasha Banks lose the women's championship again. Like this year has been insane for the women's championship, going back and forth. I mean, right now Sasha Banks is a four-time women's champion, and Charlotte's a five-time women's champion. Well, four-time times women's and then one-time divas, but now five times uh, in one year. In one year, they're four or five time champions. Is that and insane? I think they said,
0: what, Sasha Banks has not had a successful title defense every time she's won it.
1: Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, like, if, uh, I can understand if this was maybe five years or so into it, but four or five times already within a matter of how many months.
0: That's insane. I, I don't understand what they are doing with titles because they either hot potato it around and throw it around, right? Or they have a guy hold on to a belt for God knows how long and make it so irrelevant that... Like, okay, classic example to me. Uh, when's the last time the Miz has had a title defense? He's been intercontinental champion. And I can't remember the last time he had a, a, a title defense. I mean, I know he's going to go up against Jeff Hardy now, but I mean... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even it's on SummerSlam, like he was the pre-show. What it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in the pre-show with the Hardys. Like, <laughs> at, it's, Ugh. It's, it's like, what
1: is the formula? Because, I mean, at one point you have the Women's Championship bouncing around back and forth. At one point it was like every week it seemed where they were losing to each other. Uh, and then you have, you know, times like Asuka being the longest training women's champion in NXT with 510 days under her. To where it's either so long or it's bouncing back and forth. Like, what is the right formula for championships? Uh, you know, uh, it, it's just, I don't know. It's either too much, like, bouncing back and forth or holding it on for, holding to it for too long. It's like... I understand like I uh, for a world champion I mean like I understand going 6 months or maybe a year with that championship okay and then you lose it in my in my mind right now but I mean other than that when you're going week and week and week you know it's like what what does this title mean anymore if it's just bouncing around like that I know you got to add some you know uh, I don't know, anything, to uh, suspense or something to it, something, you got to keep having people tune again, being like, oh, I should have watched Raw, because you never know when this damn title is going to flip oh, again. Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: But... You know what the worst one was, was last, was last year, mm. was, was the Cruiserweight title. So you put this belt on TJ Perkins, yeah. I think he might have <laughs> held it for like a month, month and a half, drops it to Brian Kendrick, who then drops it to Rich Swann. Right. Yep. And it's like, oh God, would it's you the just hardcore put the belt on somebody and go with it? Well What would you say? And they is finally your did it with Neville.
1: Yeah. That. That's what. That's. That's what. Yeah. Exactly. Neville. That's what. You know. I don't know what they were doing, bouncing it back, trying to build a incredible. Uh, I don't know. A, a roster or something, saying, oh, he was a champion. He was a champion. But yeah, having Neville be that champion and it So you know, like that's been a good reign for. That was a good reign for him. But when you look back at it. You know, uh, Tazawa won it for a week, and then <laughs> he won it right Not back. It even six days. I know. I'm like, you couldn't have had that change at SummerSlam. Like, I had to have it the week before. And then, so little things like that. But Cooter, in your mind, though, what's what's
0: I don't know. What's a good reign for a champion? Like the world. I think it cha- depends on the I mean, person. It depends on who you have on the roster, who you have chasing, wh- wh- what programs do you have in the mix. I mean, it's. It's no, there's no easy formula to it. It's, it's, you know, because when you, when you think about it, if you, if you fuck it up, you fuck it up bad. I'll give you an example. Uh, let's go to TNA mm-hmm. years ago. I mean, people were begging for Samoa Joe to be the, you know, world heavyweight champion. And by the time he finally won it, because they milked it and milked it and milked it. Nobody gave a shit. I mean, they were going to house shows with Joe as the headliner and God, remember when they came Poughkeepsie. It doesn't matter what company they usually fill the seats. I mean, unless you're big time wrestling, because they can't sell shit. But I mean, any other promotion that's going in there, whether it's WWE, Northeast Wrestling, ECW, whatever it was, would sell that place out. Samoa Joe on top, and they pulled the trigger too late on him getting the champion. That was quarter full, and that 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 was when they were on Spike TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, it's, you tell me. You know, when's I, the right time? When it, you? <laughs>
1: I know. Well, here's some fun facts too because the Intercon the Intercontinental Championship changed hands uh, 8 times in 2014 and 6 times last year. But get this. The United States title has turned over 17 times since 2015. Oh 17 my god. times. Uh, and I believe it was seven times alone in 2017 this year. Oh my god. 17 times in two fucking years. Holy shit. <laughs> man, like, I'm saying, like, I thought Jinder Mahal would have been one of those fast turnovers. But, you know, like, I understand, like, keeping it on him, having a program with some champions. Uh, like, uh, Randy Orton going back and forth to establish him as a champion. Uh, and, you know, keep it on him for a little bit. But, like, man, like, uh, Jinder Mahal, his championship reign has been good right now. If he lost it, at the end of the day, he could say he had a good run with it. And and that's fine. But, like, you a know. A like, good to,
0: run? Well, yeah, I don't even think he's I mean, had it with it. He's had it for a while now. It's been like what? Not even two months. He's defended it on three pay per views. He made the Punjabi
1: Prison match. He won it on. A, he won it on a, a pay per view. I don't know what pay per view was, but then he won it on a pay per view. Defended it, and then it went to the Punjabi Prison match, where it was three matches with Orton, uh, and then SummerSlam. So it's almost oh, we're wow. almost into like four or five months now with him, believe it or
0: not. Oh, there's no way. It's got to be like three. He's, he's well. Well, but, think of it this way. I mean, SummerSlam was probably the same month as uh, one of the SmackDown pay-per-views. These, these pay per view dude, we, we <laughs> laugh our balls off because they come like every two weeks and we're like, what the fuck? I know. They come quicker than you think. So, I mean, is I don't know. It, you or, could be
1: right. Is it – but is it like, I don't know, in the world of nonstop wrestling, is that why we're getting so many turnovers? Because look at the week. Monday you got Raw. Tuesday you got SmackDown. Then you got 205 Live. Uh you know it's just there's so much wrestling going on and then with a pay-per-view happening every other weekend it's like you know back in the day growing up we had you know one pay-per-view every few months or something like that and now it's just like n- non-stop shows non-stop you know for, uh, 6 hours for SummerSlam you know it's like man they got to th- just do something to I don't know what to keep everybody
0: uh as their attention spans i guess are low You can't keep anybody around. happy because it's either Oh, oh, we're balancing these titles around too much. And and, and it's true because you do make the, the winning of the belt less, I don't, I don't want to say spectacular, but, you know, less important because it's like, well, you know, somebody else won it two weeks ago. Um, but then there's those people who will piss and moan that, oh, he's had that belt forever. Like there were people who were genuinely pissed off back in the day that Punk had that long ass WWE championship title reign. And I'm like, I loved that. That was awesome. I mean, we'll never see something like that, at least from a WWE champion perspective, that long for God. That doesn't happen. It's the longest reign as WWE champion in modern era history. And then you got somebody like Asuka. I think it was, what, 500 days plus? Well, here you go right now. uh, WWE.com has this whole little
1: uh, section now for championships. I'm on uh, just for the WWE championship. Right now, uh, as of today, Jinder Mahal has held the wwe championship for 101 days and 23 hours uh believe it or not so however far really back 101 days man that's how it's going i no, was right it's about three months so, and then they have like other little stats on this it's pretty cool it's definitely different than um what they used to have but they have uh so he he, he won it in may may 21st to uh, 2017 till today so it doesn't seem that long, but it's been that long. Uh, and they, they have like little stats on there, too, which is really interesting. From 2010 to the present day, uh, they had uh, 37 championship holders from 2010 to now. Uh, the longest reign, 435 days. The shortest reign, two minutes. <laughs>
0: uh, We're we talking WWE champion? The WWE championship, There's yeah. been 37 different WWE champions in this, seven years.
1: Since 2010, that's what it's happened. yeah. And then it also breaks down... Ah. You click on it, it, shows you like all the champions and the days, uh, and then they have uh, from 2000 to 2000. Wait a minute.
0: Does that include the WWE Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship? I don't know. I'm
1: looking at it because then they have from 2000 to 2009 saying there was 44 holders, and then from 90 to 99. So I wonder if they're breaking it down by the belts. Because you know?
0: there were times where those belts were merged, yeah. and then there were times where they were separate. And it's like, well, now we say that John Cena is a 16-time, you know, WWE champion. No. I mean, some of those reigns were the World Heavyweight title. Yep. But, I mean, technically he's a 16-time, you know, whatever, major champion. I get it. But I I don't know if, if, if they're including that belt into that that category or if it's
1: yeah I have to look into it you know what's funny just looking at these stats and as we're talking about like the hot potato going on with these championships which is really funny and you know a lot of people hate Roman Reigns but I'm not gonna even say the names uh on here but you have like the Reigns 64 days 50 days 224 days 220 days we get to Roman Reigns 10 minutes uh and then yes and then it goes 23 days 41 days 70 77 and then we get to two minutes and that was seth rollins and then back to 84 days 140 days 15 days 49 and it's just funny because like some of these guys who should have probably held it a lot longer didn't
0: uh but yeah man it's how long did ambrose hold it for ambrose held it for 84 days that's not bad. It's not terrible. It's a little over two months.
1: Yep, and John Cena held it for 15 days from between AJ Styles and Bray Wyatt.
0: Oh, don't get me started on <laughs> that one. But still, I mean, <laughs> Poor AJ Styles. <laughs> he gets the rub from Cena. He goes on. He puts SmackDown on his back, makes it a must-watch show. And all of a sudden, Cena comes back out of nowhere and decides, okay, it's time for me to be the 16-time world champion, only <laughs> to drop it after 15 days. And to who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: well, okay, we're talking about the hot potato going on with these championships, regardless of what it is, whether it's a, a tag team, a, a, whatever, Intercontinental United States, uh, women's championships. But Cooter, if you had to book it, you know, you're Vince McMahon for forever. I know it's going to be depending on what's happening, but honestly, a perfect title reign in your in your eyes. Like, you're going to give it to this guy. How long should he hold it in your eyes? I mean, like, perfect booking. and I, Like I said, there's many variables that could affect it. But, per, like, how long should a champion to, to I don't know, to f- make use of this title? In, t-
0: in today's era, I mean, because I know how people get sick of things so fast. But then you also have to appease the people who like it. I would say six months to a year, I think, is it's is good. It's fair enough for it, being a it's champion. It's fair, yeah. you know... To, to appease the marks who want to see a little bit of a rain. But, you know, like we just said, Jinder Mahal has held that now for three months. And I'm like, he just won that last month. And you're like, no, Dick, you won it in May. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, these things go by quicker than we think. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I think six months to a year, depending, you know, year being for a champion is very good, at, you know, defending the belt, you know, sells tickets, sells his merch, you know, gets us to get up the motherfucking subscriptions on the WWE network for 999 motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like again, 6 months to a year. I think it's perfect.
1: All right, now how about this because this is where I start to sour on stuff is when we have these these reigns and uh, I'll, uh talking about Asuka, first and foremost because you know, uh for for me when Punk held it that long, it didn't bother me because I was definitely a fan of his. So right. like being a fan of somebody, I guess you kind of have that, you know. Uh it doesn't bother you so much, but Asuka, I didn't hate her. Uh, you know, I was fine with her being women's champion. But then when it went on and on and on, now I'm turning against her to where I'm not, I am not—I wasn't necessarily a big fan, but I didn't mind her. You know, it was like, I was fine with her. You know what I mean? But the longer she held it, the more I hated her. And I was just like, just, you know, I, I, all right, we've seen it. You've been the champion. Move on. You know what I mean? Like, do you think that sours people from some, you know, I mean, there's probably a lot of Oscar fans. She was a face, and then all of a sudden she just started turning into this heel because she just held Well,
0: that's it. how Punk's reign started, too. I mean, he was a face at first, and then did the heel turn. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's when he dropped it to the rock. But in terms of Asuka, I mean... 510 days. You gotta remember when she came in. She, first off, she, she beat Bailey, who was the last of the four horsemen that was left on the roster at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Once Bailey was gone, you know... She she made bums on that roster look good. Look at the list of people who she defended that belt against, and you'd be like, these bitches don't deserve to be in the ring with her. And she made each and every one of them look good. I mean, were there a few squash matches? Oh, yeah. I mean, forget about it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm. Sorry. It was 516 days and
1: 22 hours, according to WWE.com. So, uh Wikipedia was wrong on this
0: one. Uh, so 516 days with that championship. I mean... I didn't you know. have an issue with it. I really didn't because every match it was like, is she finally going to lose it? I really thought the last one against Ember Moon she was dropping it, you know, and, and we would get those thank you Asuka chants. And then she won and I was like, wow. You, you, they, you, they are behind her. Yeah. They're going to make her an unstoppable Let's hope they... Can you imagine she does that and then after a Maybe two or three matches on the main roster gets a loss. All that was for nothing.
1: Here's something I'll blow your mind, because we're talking about hot potatoing, but there's only been five women's champions in NXT,
0: believe no, it or not. Gotta be, there's got to be more than that. Hage right? held, it,
1: held it for 274 days. Okay. Charlotte held it for 259. Okay. Sasha Banks, 192. Right. Um, Bailey with 224, and then Oscar with 516. Really? Five champions, and now that's that, not that's, a hot potato. That's, that's okay. I'm I, okay with that. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that because it's like everybody held it for a, a, a long amount of time, a decent amount of time. But then, like for me, Oscar was eh, a little bit too much, uh, too a little too long, I, I guess if you will. But she held it from April first, 2016, till just last week.
0: Uh, so everybody I mean, pretty that, much that held it for a title year. Itself so itself has been passed around a bunch this year too. I mean, I don't remember when did Nakamura debut. Uh, last last takeover, like last uh,
1: WrestleMania takeover, I believe, uh, the year before, not 2016, I believe. Okay, I'm, I'm going to it. <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued by this new website of uh, looking at these title
0: reigns. I so want to say, like in the last year alone, I mean, we've had Samoa Joe, we've had Shinsuke Nakamura, we've had Bobby Roode, and now we have Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: four champs. Yeah, so uh, twelve days so far for Drew, but uh, Bobby Roode held it two hundred and three days. Nakamura held it for only fifty. Well, his second reign for fifty-seven days. Samoa Joe fourteen days. I'm going backwards, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Then he held it ninety-two days his first time. So, um, but before that, guys were holding it. You know, one hundred twenty-two days, two hundred ninety-three days for Finn Balor, one hundred forty-three days for Kevin Owens, then sixty-three days for Sammy. Uh, yeah, two eighty-seven for it's a Neville. lot of
0: champions.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, we're up to the hundred, uh, almost two hundred days plus uh, for different things. Like, Sami Zayn, I think, uh, did it because of injury, right? Uh, he was injured, so I guess he lost it, right?
0: No, Kevin Owens beat him for it. Yeah, we
1: only sixty. All right, days so you only. said there's
0: five women's NXT champions. How many men's NXT champions have there been?
1: Okay, uh, even if it's the same guy, I'm gonna still count that as a different champion, right? So uh, no, no,
0: no, no. I'm I'm talking oh, okay. just different just guys. Do... Yeah. Two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So eleven because it's you have Shinsuke double. twice and Samoa Joe twice. That's double. I don't know. I mean, we have that perfect formula. I think we we agree on that whole. At least six months to a year is a good good reign. And a lot of those champions, when I was looking at it, a lot of them, like especially the women's um for NXT and a lot of the guys too, were at least holding it for that a year. You know, from year to year. Uh, and then they would kind of lose it, depending on somebody was
0: injured or something like that. But uh, I don't know. So if they're mean, trying to get too many, they're trying to get too many people over, and they think that the only way they can get them over is put a belt on them.
1: Yeah, and I think my problem with Oscar too is that. You know, with NXT right now, they were they were going under a whole rebuilding phase. So uh, right now, yeah. it's it's kicking up. It's it's doing a lot better than what it was, and it, it's awesome again now. But it, there was a few months to where it was
0: just like, eh, it, a lot. Of, we're trying to work with who's doing what, and well, that was your opinion. I, I I never really thought that there was there was a lull. I mean, there wasn't not too much. But, but I mean, name w- talent. But I mean, if you actually had watched.
1: Well, with Oscar though, with the women's though, because that's what I was saying with uh, with Ember Moon. I was I was kind of like, okay, the first time she fought her, giving it to Ember Moon for, I don't know, a few weeks, like a quick reign or something. Because like I was feeling like they had when all the women left, I feel like all the women were gutted, and then they just brought in all these new women, and then it was like, Asuka, who who you like? Who's who's fighting Oscar? And we had no idea what was going on, so we didn't really have a, a strong base of women. So my point was. Oh, you give it to on. you give it to Ember Moon. and then we and now we have another credible uh, woman down
0: there. Okay, look, she at, was a look champion, at the list you know? of the defenses that she had. I mean, we're talking that no disqualification match. I think it was false count anywhere. Or, no, it was a last woman standing match with Nikki Cross. She won. Oh God, it was a fatal four way with Peyton Royce. Uh, her tag team partner there, I forget her goddamn name, <laughs> and Nikki Cross. Yep. And we were supposed to have the... Uh, God, there was supposed to be another... Well, they did have the triple threat. It was... um. Oh, fuck, what was it? But I'm saying she's had a lot... They they made good matches for Oscar with the talent that they had. Yeah. With the bare minimum that they had. They did very well. Yeah. Ruby Fra- Riott was, was another one. I mean up and, I mean they did you know strategically place these ladies in, in, in line to keep Oscar busy. It's not like she was not defending that title.
1: He, you know so well even even with okay, holding on to it for so long, okay for for her, for example, yeah, she was injured, but NXT's formula down there has always been put people over on your way out. She didn't have to put anybody over, and she's already looking to go up to Raw and SmackDown. Is that good or bad? Being a champion and then just leaving it, un, you know, vacated to move on up. Uh, you know, okay, you're gonna toss this title around, but for her, she held it for 516 days, and now she doesn't have to put anybody over down there. Does that kind of deflate? <sighs> I don't know, because it, it's almost like you take that momentum of that person, and now it's pushed onto that next person. Of like, oh, this person beat so and so. Now they have all that credibility. I feel like nobody beat Oscar, so nobody really has that credibility anymore. I think is, that's
0: good, though. For, is that in the
1: merge with the main young class? I hope none of these women have like, credibility if now. They
0: don't. Then it was pointless. Yeah. If they, if they, <clears throat> you know, market her as listen, this woman was down there for God knows how long. Nobody could beat her, and that's including Bailey, who at the time, you know, was hotter than anybody, anybody on the main roster. And then she got in the main roster and everybody hated her, but that's a whole different story. (laughs) You know what I mean? But there was nobody hotter than Bayley and Oscar took her out. And it's like, there's nobody could touch her. I mean, look at all these women that you have on the main roster that you could potentially put in a matchup with Oscar. And it would be like a dream match. Hmm. Here's, here's a, an interesting scenario for you. I mean, there's been the talks of a Ronda Rousey coming to WWE if that were to happen, suppose Oscar runs through everybody. <laughs> Let's just say she goes. Who's the only the, the best mixed martial artist uh, woman in the world? You know they could bill her as that, even yeah. though I mean you know, the bitch yeah. has got a flash jaw. But that's besides the point. Please, Rhonda, I hope you don't hear this because I don't want you to kill me. Uh, but do you know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. would be like. The undefeated Oscar versus, like, the legend Ronda Rousey. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Now we got something. That's fuck money, bro. So, here, let me tell you this now. Okay, we
1: talked about hot potatoing, right? Okay, okay. The, going back for too many titles. We talked about these streaks to where it's just so much, you know, like Punk with his 435, Oscar with 516, and then even New Day had their own streak going, too. Is it, shouldn't these streaks, even, you, you could throw in the Undertaker streak if you want, but that's, that's okay. not even a streak, but are these streaks happening too often now? I mean like I know some of them have been like a year or two between but still shouldn't uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes these streaks should be special, almost like a no-hitter in baseball where it's not it's like once in a blue, you know, once in a while kind of a thing to where I feel like these these undefeated streaks are just too many in a lifetime so far. You know See, again, like Again,
0: this is this is this is what you, you do. You I said this last week, and, and not in a disrespectful way. You nitpick. First, you complained <laughs> about hot potatoing. Now, it's like, oh, i well, not. That's how I get a full hour out, out of everybody, ladies and gentlemen. You know, maybe – you know, here's what the problem is maybe we got too many fucking belts. Yeah, and you know that's
1: the thing is, I love championships, but yeah, like I, I feel like you only needed one women's champion to where that women's champion could go back and forth to Raw or SmackDown. That's and, what I said. You know what I mean? And then that would be fine. Even the tag team champions, like just too many tag, like too many things. Like have those go back and forth. Uh, you know, they want their separate shows. they got to have separate champions. And still, you know, it's like you have one cruiserweight champion, though. And that's the thing is, you know, with that show kind of trying to get people to watch it. Just forget about 205 Live and just put them on SmackDown and put them on Raw and just have, you know, the champion go back and forth. And I think that would probably make more sense to where the champions could go back and forth to the shows. And then that way you can keep it fresh to have whoever's working the program. But I almost feel like you fall into that... Uh, that void of, uh, you know, the Universal Championship, for example, to where, yeah. you know, it's well, like no, it's see, not on TV all the time, no?
0: But see, that, that actually, to me, is okay. I mean, with somebody like Brock Lesnar, at least, it makes sense. Brock Lesnar is an attraction. All right, let me ask you this. Kevin Owens made that title mean something. And that poor bastard had to give it to fucking Bill Goldberg of all <laughs> people. God. Which we have said time and time again Brock Lesnar did not and, <laughs> and Bill Goldberg did not need a title for that match. It, was, yeah. it should have just been like a vicious grudge match. Yep. Uh, that being said fuck it. Bill Goldberg also being a part timer do we need him? really? <laughs> Even that, the- that diminishes that title because nobody gives a fuck about Bill Goldberg. Brock Lesnar on the other hand Leave for two months with the belt, come back and be as hot as anybody.
1: Yep,
0: and I'm yeah. okay with that because he adds credibility to that belt. Man, I'm just looking, I'm thinking
1: back like the year, like it was, so much stuff happens in a year, and it, it does, but you know, back and forth, back and forth, we come back full circle with this hot potatoing of the championships to where I, does it diminish? the prestige of these titles of somebody gets it this week and then it goes back to this girl in a few months or a few weeks and, uh, just even going back to the women's championship. I mean, some of these are head
0: scratchers though. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I read somewhere that I, I forget what match it was, but it was a Kevin Owens, AJ match where they, uh, I guess there was a botched finish and that's why there has been some quick title changes. Yes, I read that because too. Because They yeah. had to get the belt back on AJ for some reason. I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yep, I, that's the thing. Yeah, they. Uh... That I get, but when we're giving a belt to Sasha Banks for the fourth time, <laughs> and she loses it in two weeks, Ugh. and then we give a belt to Akira Tozawa, who is a talented motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Out of anybody who could have won, beat her from Neville, and it was Six like days. Austin Ugh. Aries didn't get that belt. You know, he had amazing matches with Neville. Rich Swann had a D- TJ Perkins has great matches with ne- all these guys and again it was like the Oscar rain who's going to beat Neville. Somebody finally does it. And to me, the whole Titus O'Neil and uh you know, who who's the guy who smiles with him? <laughs> the guy from NXT, you know who I'm talking about. Uha Nation there. Whatever his fucking name is. You or know, Apollo Creed. Yeah, Apollo Crews, that's his yeah. name. There <laughs> I mean, this this was fucking hilarious. And I'm like, okay, we could we could do something with this, you know, only to what? I I don't understand. You know, when WCW used to do that, but they had a title for that. They had the world television title. Yeah. That one used to fucking change hands all the time. You didn't give a shit. You know why? Because that was a title that was defended every week. Yeah. On every fucking show. I mean, I mean, it's not like we get intercontinental championship matches every week nope. or U.S. title matches every week, but apparently now we will. That being <laughs> said, but they're not as special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's why we fucking uh, have reigns that last two weeks because we have so many goddamn title matches.
1: What's, it's funny because, like, as an outsider looking in, obviously we're not wrestlers. We don't know what's happening backstage. We don't know what they're saying or whatever, but... You know, for me looking in, I feel like if you get a championship, it means you're the best right now. You're the hottest right now. The fans are behind you regardless if it's your heel or face. But, you know, it's almost like you've deserved it. What you've done putting, you know, your work in and out, day in and day out, you deserve this championship. And then when they play around with it, like, oh, you're a championship for a week and then that's it. It's like... Do you even like the guy? Did you did you think it was a mistake or did like? I always thought it was like if you get a championship, it's because you know either the crowd's behind you or you know you've just been a workhorse. Uh, you know, like for for example, Natalia. Natalia won the women's championship, which has been long overdeserved. Uh, yes. you know, it's where I could see her deserving that. Like that's a that's the thing she's worked for to where, what she does outside of the company, inside of the company, of just being there day in day out. And just being that role model, whatever she she yes. that was that was a championship win, right? So that's like, but like, could you imagine she won that and then lost it again to like uh, what's your name, cashing it in on her? Like, oh, that would have been like, come on, you know? Oh yeah,
0: just, and, and I think a lot of people thought that that was gonna happen.
1: Yeah, and it's it just blows my mind to where like this is happening to where you give it to her one week and then she loses it the next week, and then it's like, what are we doing with these championships? Is it a mockery or or they they mean something? And that's what I think we have to get back to. Full circle is don't throw them around just for making ratings go up and down or whatever. Just, you know, have them mean something. I think the fans will probably take more into that than having it. And like, oh, I should have
0: watched Raw because I missed the, you know, the women's championship change again. I wonder if it has anything to do with like merchandise. Because you know how they always make like the plates for the champion for whatever belt it is. I'm sure they sell those online, right? Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm not understanding a, a lot of the change. Like, I, I hate harping on this. Six days. I know. <laughs> well, I don't get it. What was the point? Just to break up Neville's like streak? Uh, I know. It, it's which 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 title change in the last year has probably pissed you off the most?
1: The I, I would say the women's. I think the women's pissed me off because it was going back so many times. Like Charlotte to win it. And then Sasha would win it, and then Charlotte would win it, and it's like, okay, who do you fucking like? Just pick somebody and make him be the fucking champion, you know? Like that's. But I was I was pissed off more recently with Tazawa and like little short reigns like that. But just with the women's, it was like for one point, it was just for two months back and forth, back. It was just like, all right, enough. Just fucking
0: decide. It I felt like building it was 1997, 98 <laughs> again, where it was like titles were fucking. Uh, being passed around like horrors from Poughkeepsie, <laughs> just like Put us on every because that that was the thing. If you didn't have a computer or you weren't watching every week, you would be lost.
1: Yep. Oh. In
0: like two weeks, you'd be like, "How the fuck that motherfucker get that belt?" I know. Like it was, it, it was interesting. Uh, there's just been a lot of head scratchers. I mean. I think they just got to throw it back and let's
1: let's make champions mean something again. You know, make championships great again, you know,
0: at the end of the day. Well, it will never <laughs> happen. we got to sell shit, motherfucker.
1: I know. Well, uh, you know, you've listened to us talk for a while, but we want to hear from you too. Uh, make sure you head on over and call the AWP hotline at 802-297-7672. That's 802 802- awp 7672 tweet us at a wrestling pod facebook us another wrestling podcast.com uh you know all that stuff just head on over another wrestling podcast.com right that's where everything is we want to hear from you what do you think about this hot potatoes of uh, the championships let us know
0: yeah what he said bitches
1: <laughs> you watching the may young classic
0: yeah, I just finished watching the first round. It's not bad. Some decent workers in there. Yeah, I'm glad they named it after May and not Mula. Why? What do you got against mullah You can't name a tournament after a fucking pimp. Oh, man.